Welcome to the Startup Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Kayleen Langford, founder of Startup Creative, your go-to source for straight-up business advice. Hi, and welcome back to the Startup Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Kayleen, the founder of Startup Creative, business coach, magazine editor, all the things. Thank you for joining me, and I want to start by saying thank you to all of those listeners out there who have been waiting for new episodes to drop. I often get, and you know who you are, DMs on Instagram and emails saying, when's your podcast coming back or, you know, when's the next episode live? So I'll be the first to admit that I haven't been that consistent and a big shout out to Lyndall from Podcast VA who manages my podcast for me and is constantly on my case saying, come on, where's my new episodes for the audience? So thank you for sticking through with me and I'm constantly in awe about how much you guys love this podcast and keep coming back for more. So thank you. Today's episode is about how to scale your business and inspiration came from a friend of mine, Rosie Rees, who is an incredible businesswoman, very successful and has been in business for a while. We've often spent time together talking about business strategies, you know, we'll go to the beach and try and relax and be normal people and end up scheming business growth. So today I want to talk about how to scale your business and this is for those of you who might have been in business for a while already and are looking to take it up a notch. So how to scale your business. What I think happens here is that those of you who have, you know, creative businesses and you've been in the game for a little while Probably my guess is, and I'm, I can relate to this a little bit, is that we had lots of inspiration in stage one of our business, right? So there's there's a lot of people, and I encounter them in business coaching, who don't actually get businesses off the ground or they're struggling just to get started. So they've got this idea, it's been spinning around for a while. Then there's a certain type of person who really excels through that stage. They see the idea they come up with the the concept, what they're going to do, and they explode and they and they get it into into the world. This in itself is an incredible skill set, and you know I think what holds so many people back in this space is that they say, you know, it's still very common in this day and age to not believe that you can get paid doing what you love. So those people who have already jumped in and built the businesses, congratulations because you've overcome one of the biggest limiting beliefs and struggles for most entrepreneurs or people with ideas for businesses, which is that you believe that you can do it and that, you know, it's viable and that you're going to give it a crack. So you're already in the game. You've kicked some goals. You're probably making some money and you got to a pretty comfortable stage. And to be honest, you're above, you're probably a bit ahead of the game of a lot of people out there who are sitting in a nine to five and saying, oh, one day, one day I will. So you've already gotten through that first stage. And it's both, it's probably easy. It's been an easier ride for you, right? Not saying it's totally easy, but that stage you had lots of momentum, you made things happen and you started making money, which was a really good feedback loop that kept you going. And now that you're through that stage, this is where your challenge comes. So those of you who who haven't yet started, Maybe their most of their energy is going to be spent at the beginning, just getting in the game. And then they'll be consistently going, right, I've overcome that. I'm going to keep going. But those of you who maybe found it a little bit easier in this first stage, and I can totally relate to this, 
your challenge and your energy needs to now go into up-leveling, to going to the next level. So how do you actually do that? Well, first and foremost, I think that now that you've gotten some sort of base level in your business, it's time to dream again. It's time to go bigger. It's time for you to put yourself out of your comfort zone. Perhaps when you started out, the idea of running your own business was a little bit scary, but it wasn't that far outside of your comfort zone. So this is where your comfort zone needs to expand. And how I personally do this is to get into that really dreaming state, to start to get some real clarity about where I want to go and what I want to do next. And how do you do that? I personally do that in meditation, but you can. it all really comes down to zooming out, to stopping the everyday, because if you're running your business and you're already, you know, got some systems in place and you've got money consistently coming in and things are working for you, maybe you've got a bit of a social media following. Your job now is to stop the known and doing what you're doing. You know it works and to stop for even if it's just an hour or a day and zoom out and really start to look into where is my comfort zone and how do I put myself outside of that? Because that's the first step to scaling and growing and going bigger with your business. Because what you're doing now is comfortable and it's working and you've achieved a certain level of success. You're now ready to go to the next level. So stop and zoom out, which means taking a day off emails or social media posting and doing what you've always done. Because in order to create something new, you have to be prepared to do something different. And I've had this experience in my business over and over and I've, I've had incredible people remind me to stop and to look and to see what's serving me, what's no longer serving me and where do I really want to go next? Where am I just doing the things that I'm doing because I know they work and where do I need to actually stop and look for opportunities? So today I'm going to talk to you a little bit about how to dream big And then also just some strategies for what you can do to actually action this in your business. So dreaming big and getting clarity. I think that my biggest way to do this is to start to notice in your body what it feels like. So when you feel that feeling of, oh my God, is this really happening? Or could I really achieve that? And it starts to feel a little bit uncomfortable or a little bit out of reach That's a great sign that you're dreaming bigger than what you've already got. Because if it feels like, oh, yep, I can do that, that's easy, then you're doing, you know, same old, same old. So imagine what it would feel like, and this is the trick, right? It's not necessarily what the thing is that we're doing, it's what the feeling would feel like. So what what does it feel like to go to the next level? How you might like to do this is look at some people who would, that you admire. Who are the people that are killing it? Maybe they're on a global stage. Maybe they uh, have a certain following or they're working with a certain brand. So step back and have a look at some of the people that you admire and big people too. Like, you know, if you've kicked a lot of goals and you've surrounded yourself with people who are on the similar level to you, it's a good sign that you need to get into a new pond. I can't remember who said it, but there's a really good quote of like, if you're the smartest person in the room, then you're in the wrong room. So your job is to go and put yourself in a room where you can learn and you can almost be at the bottom of the ladder again. And it needs to be a bigger, scarier ladder that helps you to take it to the next level. 
I personally, my strategy for this is I do meditations in the mornings. So, and sometimes at nighttime. So I'll sit in a probably an hour-long meditation. I personally use the guided Dr. Joe Dispenza ones, but sometimes I just use playlists, which I'll put in the show notes as well. But in that state, I try to sit in the unknown. So I try to like not think of all the things I've, I've done already. And I try to just like see, okay, I, how do I want to feel? I want to feel in awe of my life. I want to feel totally, you know, in shock of, wow, I can't believe this is happening to me. Like, this is wild. This is actually real. Like, that feeling. And sometimes I can, then I receive, like, I see, like, okay, that would mean doing a TED talk, or that would mean writing a book, or like some of those real clear goals come through. And sometimes I'm like, I have no idea how that's going to work or what that's going to look like. But I'm just going to hold this feeling because that's how I want to feel and I trust that a door will open. If I start looking for that feeling, then opportunities come. And I've had this experience over and over in my business where, you know, I just hold that feeling in a meditation and then, you know, a day later I can get an email saying, hey, we'd like you to come speak at this conference or um, here's an opportunity or can we feature you. So go into that meditative state and be in the unknown and be in the uncomfortable and go, right, where am I supposed to go next? And I think for me, that's where it's like that blank slate and you're actually creating from a heart place, right? And a purpose, not just a a mind that's practically planning. And, you know, this is challenging for me because my mind is always switched on and it's often hard for me to to not want to be in control. So meditation is a good practice for me to go into creating a blank canvas and allowing whatever's meant to come for me to come based on how I want to feel in my life and how the impact that I want to have and the people that I want to work alongside and how I want people to talk about my business, all of those things. So Start with a dream. Start with going back into the dream state, almost like you're going back to the beginning of starting your business and go, all right, what's next? If I was to really put myself outside of my comfort zone, what would I do next? And yeah, make sure that in your body it feels a little bit of like, this is really possible because that means that you're doing something different and you're, you're going to the next level. Another really good practical thing that I do in my business, and I learned this years ago, it's asking the question, how can I 10 times or tenfold what I'm already doing in business? And it's almost like doing a business audit on yourself because, you know, if you're ticking along in business, chances are you've got a good social media presence. Maybe you've built a great mailing list. You're consistently putting out content you've got products that sell, you know a few little hacks along the way that are working for you, you've nailed them, you've kind of cracked the code. But if you actually stop and get really real with yourself, there would be certain aspects of your business that you can do better in. And whether that's, you know, doing a website overhaul or getting a professional photo shoot done or finally, you know, updating your packaging or whatever, Where is it in your business? And this is where your business mind trusts and know that you're a smart person and you don't need somebody to tell you what to do. It's just about creating the space to look for opportunities and go, where can I tenfold this? Maybe I've always wanted to do that or this thing has been on my to-do list. 
and I've never done it. You know, maybe I need to send more consistent emails or perhaps I need to design a new download for my website or I should finally set up those Facebook ads. So look at what you're currently doing in your business and you might want to sit down with a pen and paper and map out all the things you do. So I would almost go horizontally across your page and go, okay, that's my mailing list, that's my social media strategy, that's my products, that's my content creation. And just look at that and map out all the steps that it takes for you to do that. Okay, so for my mailing list, I have a email template, I put this information in, I do this, I do that. Okay, where could you do better in those what could be done better in what you're already existing doing? Because it's not necessarily scaling a business isn't necessarily adding more or doing more. It could just be about getting more professional, tidying things up a little bit, maybe presenting, you know, building your own personal brand. Maybe it's about being getting in front of a new audience, like who, you know, if you're being featured on on certain podcasts and things like that, well, how can you get featured on a global podcast or how can you be on the news or, you know, how can you do better at what you're already doing? So have a look at your business, what you currently do, and ask yourself, how can I 10 times this? How can I make it 10 times better than it already is? And you're often, what I often do and what I would suggest you do is sit down without emails, without social media, without your phone, without any distractions and have a good hard look at what's already happening in your business and how you can get better at it. Another good example of this actually was with a friend a while back and we looked at her target market and went, okay, your your dream is to sell big expensive packages but a lot of your followers on social media can't afford you, but they love you and they adore you and they're loyal to you. And so when we took a look at the business, it was like, wow, there's a massive opportunity to give all of these smaller businesses who follow her an opportunity to spend with her because they wanted to spend, but they couldn't afford her. So we created a digital product that was a lot more affordable and spoke to their needs. So perhaps in your audience, there's people who are following you and who love you and want to engage with you, but don't yet have a way to do that because of maybe they're intimidated, maybe they can't afford it, maybe the timing's off. So what can you do to provide more for your audience? Just on a side note for that, something that I'm doing with a client at the moment is getting really clear, like She's very successful and she has been for a while now, but we're starting to really observe, well, who are these people who are following you? And there's over a hundred thousand of them on her socials, let alone other platforms. But we're really trying to get into the heads of who are these people? What do they want and how can we serve them better? And it's so interesting doing this process. And I did it myself with Startup Creative a few years back. The clearer you are about who's following you and your audience and what their needs are, like that's so important, like what are their needs, then you can start to get clear about how can I better serve these people? What am I missing here? What do they need more of? What are they really loving? How can I be better for them? And you'll start to see opportunities pop out at you where you can say, ah, yes, people always ask me about that and I've got no way to for them to buy that from me or 
maybe I should do an Instagram TV episode that answers that question for them because so many people have that question and would be really honored or like um, find that very valuable. So look at your audience, really get to know them. If you need help with that, our ebook and workbook, What the Hell Next, there's about probably 10 worksheets in there that have heaps of questions about your target market. So highly recommend getting stuck into who are they, what do they believe, what do they need, what are the problems, and what is your role in their life to help them alleviate those problems or to add value to their life. So step number one is dream big, bigger, bigger, bigger. Step number two, how can you 10 times what you're already doing and better meet the needs of your customer? The third thing that I often do, and I actually had a friend, um, Lauren from Seriously Sorted, who does this with businesses. I highly recommend her services as well. She did this with me and it was a bit of a business audit, but also a time management audit for myself. And what she did was sit down with me and I had this whole notebook and there was about 15 pages of to-do list and It was just all over the place. It was anything from like, you know, calling my doctor about my blood results to, you know, revamping my website and this and that. And the first thing she did with me was where, okay, let's put these into categories. So that's business development, that's marketing, that's personal life, that's something a VA could do, that's for your podcast. And we just cleaned up my to-do list. So then when I sat down, I was like, okay, you know, I just need to get life stuff in order. I'd go to my life to-do list or... Yeah, if I was like, right, I need to, I've got, I feel creative, I'm ready to drum up some new business, I'd go to my marketing ideas to-do list. So what I, Lauren also did with me was looking at what's working in my business. Where do I love to spend my time? What am I really good at? And realigning myself with, because I guess when I started, the biggest dream was to leave the nine to five and to work for myself. And that was a dream from what, six years ago now. And I've done that and I've ticked that goal. And now it's about like, you know, um, honing in and, you know, getting clearer again and, you know, tweaking the business to be even smoother, even tighter. And now that I know I can make money for myself and not have to be in a nine to five, I'm starting to ask myself, what's working? What do I love to do? Where do I want to be spending my time? Where do I want to exchange money for my time and doing, if I was to look back and go, I only get paid to do things that I love, what would that be? And I'm constantly brainstorming that. I'm constantly like, all right, this is where I come alive. This is what I'm good at. Because when you do that, when you really focus on the things that you're good at, then that's where you're going to thrive. That's where people are going to notice you. That's where you're going to stand out. And then what happens with that is you start to see the things of where do, where am I dropping the ball in the business? Where am I not good at? Where do I dread doing that piece of work? Or where do I fail a little bit? And that's what Lauren has helped me to do is to be like, great, well, now we can outsource those things. Or even better, we can get rid of them. So what what are the parts of your business that you've said yes to and that you, you know, for me it's been like six years of being like, oh, yep, I should do this and I should do that. But now I'm starting to be like, well, do I really want to be doing that? Is my heart still aligned with that piece of work? So ask yourself what's working, what's not working, what's not serving you and maybe needs to go, and what do you love to do? And then through this, you can start to find, make a bit of a to-do list. If there's things that are, you know, I think Rosie, who this 
podcast is dedicated to runs a product-based business but also services as well and I know that you've done this Rosie but like how does she outsource her pack and send she her passion is selling a product how does she get rid of all the little bits of admin in between so she can focus on new products and designing them and selling them and teaching people about them so what doesn't necessarily have to kick everything out that you hate maybe there's somebody that could do that for you Lyndall was a perfect example who does my podcast for me. She, like I, my podcast, the reason it hasn't always been consistent is because I, the admin behind it fell away for a little bit and I knew it was on my to-do list over and over, get that podcast up, get that podcast up. And um, it wasn't until I came across Linda and I was like, oh, I really like, you know what, I struggle to do the admin behind it. I Like the podcast won't happen if I have to do it. So outsourcing that to Lyndall has been a dream come true. Thank you, Lyndall, for all your hard work at Podcast VA. Not even sponsored, just genuine solution to a problem that I was experiencing. So look at your business and go, what's working, what's not working, what's not serving you, what needs to go and what needs to go to somebody else. But the trick here really is to look at look at things differently. So when you're dreaming big into scaling your business, you want to go how could I do things differently? Like what is the thing that I haven't done yet? And what I suggest too, and I've also done this over the last year, has been looking at collaborating and leveraging. So when I look at scaling a business, I think there's three key elements here. Leverage, time, and working smarter and not harder. And what I mean about leverage is who else is working in this space or who else is talking to your target market or who else can you work alongside and get in front of their audience or build some content together because I think when we build businesses and we're doing well we get really self-sufficient we're like right these are my goals this is what I'm doing but in order to move to the next box and to go to the next level you have to it's okay to work with other people it's okay So I'll give you an example. I'm not sure if I've talked about this before, but imagine you're in a certain box now, right? And there's another box outside of you that's maybe a couple of levels up. And if you can kind of jump on the back of somebody who's in that box and hold the vibration and learn from them and work alongside them and bring something to the table that you can offer them, then they're going to kind of pull you up and pull you into that box and to help you go, all right, come on. You're ready for this next level, up you come. I think of it like as an older sister or a mentor or a coach or someone, you know, who's a few steps ahead of you in business. Go and find someone like that, whether it's a brand or a mentor or somebody that you admire, another business, another entrepreneur. And um, yeah, go and see what you have to offer them so that they can, you know, give you a little step up into the next box. And I actually was having this conversation with a good friend of mine yesterday about sometimes we shy away from that and be like, no, that's that person's success or, you know, I've got nothing to offer them or they're better than me. But in my world and the world that I want to operate in is collaboration and leverage. It's like, great, you're there. I want to be there. Can you help me? What can I do? Teach me what you did or how can I come work alongside you or learn from you? And they're the people that you want to be spending time with. And if, you know, you reach out to someone and say, 
hey, let's collaborate on an event or can I be on your podcast or I'd love to have you on my podcast or can I feature you on my blog or can I send you something and they give you a bit of a snobby like, nah, I'm better than you vibe, then move on. Like there's plenty of other people out there who want to support each other and, you know, grow together and give each other opportunities. So don't be afraid to leverage of other people's successes and levels of where they're at in business. Like there's plenty to go around and, um, yeah, I'm constantly on the lookout for people that I admire or I'm inspired by to go, right, how can we work together? We've got a similar goal. We've got a similar voice, tone, vibe, and let's do this together. Let's create something together. A beautiful example of this was the last episode I did was with Jai and um, he had me on his podcast as a business coach and I got to know his story a little bit and was totally inspired so I had him back on my podcast and then we just jammed so hard on the podcast that we now were like, great, let's do a webinar together. So that webinar is happening. If you haven't seen it already, it will probably be on our website by now. But a great example of like when you find the people who are your people It's like, right, what else can we do? Where else can we create? How can we use each other's energy to keep growing to the next level? If you don't have people around you or you're feeling a bit intimidated or overwhelmed as to how to do this, I highly recommend a business coach or a mentor. And in my opinion, like I've said it over and over, is I've paid for business coaching from day one in my business because a business coach allows you to dream bigger than you've ever dreamt before. And, you know, if they're working with lots of other businesses so they see what other people, what goals they're setting and they're going to challenge you to go bigger or, you know, the number of clients that I have come in and, you know, graphic designers are a really big one and people come in with a certain price point. I'm like, "Mm -mm, this is the going rate. Like let's up your prices a little bit or why don't you try, you know, tell me who you want to work with and let's pitch to them. So a coach can hold that energy for you because If you know you want to go bigger, you know you want to scale your business and you don't quite know how to get there, my guess is brainstorming and bouncing back and forth with a coach and someone with some business smarts is going to help you get clear on your goals and what that could actually look like, then help you make a plan to get there and then keep you accountable to not shrink back into what you've always known. So highly recommend that. The other thing that I talked about before with scaling is about time so it's almost like going back to the beginning I know when I first started out it was like I would spend every spare second on my business and then over the years it's become easier to bring in business and have opportunities come to me and things like that and so I don't feel like I have to work as hard as I used to but now that I'm also in that stage of being like well you know how do I go to the next level I'm starting to go back to that energy of the very beginning, which is how do I um, use the time that I have to hustle again? Because to go to the next level, to scale a business, means that you have to be, yeah, using intense energy. Like think about giving birth or, you know, any sort of birth or creation comes from energy, like giving something intense energy. So, It might be worth, if you're not already doing it, to go back to that drawing board of like, all right, where's that intense energy I had when I started where I was unstoppable and where can I maybe bring back some of that 
to help me to through this new rebirth or this new up-leveling and scaling in my business. So using that time, you know, maybe reapplying some extra time to things that, you know, maybe come with ease now or that you don't necessarily need to do, but now that you're ready to rebirth, yeah, pulling back some of that time and going, all right, I am going to work a little bit harder or I am going to put in that extra hour or work on a weekend or whatever it might be. So going where where am I using my time and how can I maybe intensify it a little bit? And then my third tip for scaling is um, working smarter and not harder. So yeah, you might put in more focused time and more focused energy, but how are you doing that now that you know what you know? How can you do that smarter? So it might be taking yourself away for one whole week and investing a solid chunk of creation time to write a course or to revamp the website or to start a podcast or up-level, right? So using how do you use your time smarter? And I guess this also comes down to your audit that you've done. Where are the things that you're doing in your business? Maybe you're saving money by you doing them or you've just always done them. So, you know, you've never thought to not do them. But how can you alleviate some of your time with things that don't need to be done by you and use that time for smarter growth. So letting go of some of maybe the small stuff or stuff that you've always done and create more time for you to work smarter. Because remembering that you're the business owner here, you're the entrepreneur, you're the creative, you're the thinker. And there's lots of things happening in your business right now that you don't need to be doing. And if you allow yourself to let them go, then it creates space in your head for you to create the new version or this up-leveled or the scaled version of your business. So perhaps it's less about you doing the graphic design and more about you hiring and teaching someone your style of graphic design so then you can bring in more customers that isn't just you doing the work. So how can you work smarter with your time? And then my final tip for scaling your business is to start thinking about how do you personally better yourself for peak performance in your business? Because scaling and growing and running, you know, a multi-million dollar company or, you know, a company with lots of employees or whatever it is that you want to up-level, it could be even that you're still the sole employee but you want to travel the world six months of the year. So you want to make a million dollars in six months or you want to make it passively or whatever, right? That requires a peak performance in the human body. And this is what I love about Tony Robbins and Tim Ferriss, men that I've followed. And um, Mel Robbins is an incredible woman who does a lot of this work, is about how do we peak, we train the body for peak performance. And so many of us, you know, I'm a good example of this as well. It's like, it's so easy to let our health slide when we're hustling away and getting business done. Maybe we don't, we sacrifice meditation or exercise or having fun or connecting with our loved ones. But all of those things are part of the human condition and what we need for a balanced life. So how can you better yourself for peak performance? How could you ask yourself today, where can I gain more clarity? Maybe my mind is too busy and I need to shut it off at 6 p.m. every night and stop doing emails. Or how can I hone my mindset to stay focused longer? Perhaps that's meditating in the morning or walking along the beach or having a coffee in silence. Perhaps your health needs some 
a look at. So are you, how's your diet? Are you eating foods that optimize your brain for, you know, big thinking and big action? When was the last time you learnt something? When, you know, if you're an expert and you're already achieving so much and you're a bit of a leader in the field, when was the last time you went and learnt from somebody else? So put yourself in a room with someone who's, you know, can teach you something or read a book or do an online course. So how can you up-level yourself as a person and allow for more room and more energy and more clarity to take your business to the next level. All right, so just to recap that, we've got first and foremost, go into a dream state and then really dream into being outside of your comfort zone again. Number two is how can you 10 times your business? Number three is do a bit of an audit and see what's working and what's not working, what you need to let go of. How do you look at things differently Who can you collaborate or leverage off to take you to the next level? Do you have a coach or a mentor or a community around you of people who are going to help you to dream bigger than you've ever dreamt before? And, yeah, I think also leverage time, uh, finding more time in your day to work smarter and not harder and then looking at bettering yourself as a human being for peak performance so that you have the energy to do what it takes to take this business to the next level. I hope that was helpful. Thank you for tuning in. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning into the Startup Creative Podcast. If you get a chance, head to iTunes and leave a rating and review. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you get notified every time there's a new podcast up. See you next week.